Hello, I'm attorney Paul Whalen from Afford Law. At Afford Law, we practice criminal and family law throughout Massachusetts. Our fees are based on your income, so the less you make, the less you pay. Today, we're going to be discussing bail in a criminal case in Massachusetts. Sometimes in a criminal case, the judge in your case will set bail on you. That means that you have to post cash in order to be released. Usually this happens at arraignment. Arraignment is the first time you go before a judge and the court tells you officially what the charges are against you. The Commonwealth may ask for bail. They say it's a question of bail. In that case, uh, your attorney would make arguments why bail should not be imposed or to at least argue to have a very low bail so that you can be released. Unless you pay the cash that is uh, set, the cash bail and the amount that's set by the judge, you cannot be released. So a few things about bail. Um, in Massachusetts, there, is no, there are no bail bondsmen as there are in other states. So when, uh, the, uh, when you get a cash bail set on you, say the court says $1,000 cash bail, that means you have to come up with the $1,000. It's not, a, it's not a surety situation with a bail bondsman where they can pay only 10% uh, and get you out. So you have to come up with whatever the cash bail is in order to be released. Sometimes, uh, oftentimes, another person will actually post the bail for you. So uh, that person is known as a surety. So there's a form that gets filled out. Uh, it's a blue piece of paper, and that person's name goes on the form. <clears throat> Whosever name is on that form, uh, in, the, in the court's mind, is the person that owns that cash, and that cash will be returned to that person. So even if you give money to somebody else, for them to post bail on you, they are the surety. They are the ones that own that cash. Uh, so it's so it's very important to stay on good terms with that person throughout your case, because at the end of your case, as long as you don't default and as long as uh, you don't owe a great deal of money, uh, the bail is returned to you. And speaking of, of the bail being returned, um, if there are any court fees or fines or anything that like that that is that are set by the court that amount will be deducted from the bail uh, before, before the remainder is given to you. So let's say in our example that $1,000 cash bail is, is uh, set and posted, and then you owe, let's say, $200 in court costs. Uh, the, the $200 will be deducted, and then you will be given back $800, uh, the difference between the two. Um, personal recognizance uh, is is considered bail, although you don't have to pay any money in order to get released. So personal recognizance uh, is bail, and that usually comes up when the Commonwealth is seeking to revoke your bail uh, on your case. Most often, uh, bail revocations are sought when you pick up a new charge. So if you have an open criminal matter, if you get rearrested for anything, the Commonwealth can move to have your bail revoked. And even though you didn't post any money, it's still considered bail. And what happens is if the judge revokes your bail on the older case, you cannot be bailed out no matter what. So that you can be held for up to 90 days without the chance of being bailed out. So that's a very serious situation. If you have an open case, you, you certainly don't want to get uh, picked up on a new charge because you would almost certainly be held. Not all the time, uh, but it's a, you run a very high risk that you will lose your freedom, at least temporarily, uh, while that, is, that uh, case is being sorted out. Um, so what else can we say about bail? Um, 
the what the court looks to uh, when they're setting bail is they want to see if you have ties to the community and if you're a flight risk. I believe there are 18 separate factors that the court looks to, um, but one of the most important factors is your criminal record, if you have one. If you have a criminal record and it shows that a number of defaults, those are, that's, those are times when you did not come to court when you should have. So if you have a history of defaulting, it's more likely that a judge will set bail on your case and more likely that it would be a higher bail because the judge looks at your, at your record and says, this person doesn't show up when they're supposed to. Um, they don't take this seriously. We need to have a cash bail in order to uh, make sure that they show up because that's the purpose of bail. The purpose of bail is to ensure that you you attend all of your court uh, dates uh, going forward. So it's just it's not to punish you, uh, and it's not to it's not an indication of guilt or innocence. It's merely to ensure that you show up for court when you're supposed to show up for court. So um, that typically bail is set at arraignment. Again, that's when the first uh, when you first go into court, but it can be set later as well. So you can be released on personal recognizance uh, and further down the road, say, for instance, you do default and you don't show up uh, when you do come back to court, either if you've been picked up on a warrant or if you show up to remove the warrant. Um, the issue of bail can be readdressed. So the Commonwealth can now say, judge, look, you, you gave uh, that person a, a, a PR, personal recognizance at first. They proved to you that they can't be trusted to show up. Now we're asking for a bail in the amount of whatever it is, $500, $1,000, $2,500, whatever it might be. So now the court is looking at you saying, I gave you a break once. You had personal recognizance. You kind of blew it by not showing up unless you have a good reason. I mean, there are reasons why you didn't show up for court. Sometimes you're in the hospital or something happened. Um, but in any case, uh, the, the Commonwealth's in a stronger position now to ask for cash bail because it looks like you didn't take the court seriously uh, when they gave you personal recognizance. And now they're looking to have cash bail uh, instituted uh, to force you to come back to court for when you're supposed to. Um so that's uh, that's basically it on bail. Obviously, it's very important. Um, if uh, if you don't have the money, this is one of the I think one of the real uh, tragedies of the criminal justice system is that folks who don't have much money can't come up with the bail. Uh, so a lot of times, it's the it's the uh, hardworking people who you know go to work every day but don't have a lot of cash. Uh, you know, sloshing around that that's available for bail. Um, they end up being held in custody and it's much more of an incentive for them to plea out to a case so they can get released. So think of, think of this example, somebody gets bail set on their case in whatever amount that they can't make. Um, so they're sitting in jail. The case is just churning on, um, Usually cases take a long time to, to resolve. You got to get discovery and you got to have to interview witnesses. And there's a lot to, there's a lot that goes on in a criminal case. As you're sitting there, you're just thinking, man, I just want to get out of here. Uh, this, this place is terrible. I just want my freedom. So even if, even if you didn't uh, commit the crime, even if the Commonwealth does not have a strong case, you're much more uh, incentivized to plea out to the case just so you can get out. Um, whereby if, if you were rich, if you had the money, you could post the bail and then take your time with the with the court and let the case 
proceed on its natural course. So that's just one of the, uh, unfortunately, one of the many uh, downsides uh, to the criminal justice system, and uh, I believe is unfair uh, to those who, who are not uh, who are not wealthy. Uh, but that's just my little rant for today, I guess. So uh, that's kind of the uh, the story of bail. Um, as I said, at Afford Law, we do practice criminal and family law throughout Massachusetts. Our fees are based on uh, on your income, based on a sliding scale. So if you don't make a lot of money, we don't charge you a lot. Uh, please feel free to visit us at affordlaw.org uh, and feel free to book a free virtual appointment with me. I'd be happy to answer any questions you might have. At Afford Law, we're making justice affordable.